campus that's going to be here on us, and, and I like to go up to Christmas time studying about the birth of Christ. So if you would please, in Matthew chapter 2, I'd just like to read a little bit, beginning in verse 1. And when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes, the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus is written by the prophets, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when you have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him the gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt, and was there unto the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which spoken to the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight you'll just bless us, Lord, as we study the greatest story in all of human history, the birth of your dear Son and our Savior. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I was studying these verses, and I want to just take verse by verse for a few minutes and try to rejoice in some things. Verse 1. Notice the last part of this verse. Verse says, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Now, there's been much said about three wise men, but it doesn't know where in the Bible say three wise men. It just says wise men. And if you study that word wise in the Bible, it means saved people. Because the Bible also tells us that wise believe in God, but a fool says there is no God. So we know there. They were saved men. Verse 2 said, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? Now, the Caesars in the Roman Empire were at the height of their glory. It was a world monarch and a world domain. Judah was part of the provinces ruled and governed by Caesar of Rome. And Herod, a Roman, was appointed to be the governor of the land of Judah. In the province of God, 
while Herod was governor, Jesus was born. Now in the Gospel of Luke, the Bible tells us Jesus was born king to ascend and occupy the throne of his father David. And these wise men had Old Testament prophets to look to, to learn from. Now, notice this tells us that all we know for sure about the Christ of God is told us in the Bible, God's Word. God's record. We're not to trust tradition. We're not to trust legend or mythology. Our whole foundation is built on, thus saith the Lord. What the Bible says about hell, I believe it. What the Bible says about heaven, I believe it. What the Bible says about Jesus, I believe it. And whether you are not, believe it or not, the Bible says it, it's true anyway. Now verse 3 through 5 says, tells us where Jesus would be born. Now these wise men knew uh, that by prophecy of the Bible, these four things about the prophecies of Christ. Numbers 24 verse 17 through 19 says in part, There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17, gives us a lineage of Christ. And he was born a Jew, a descendant of Abraham, Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, and David. Genesis 49, verse 10, says, A scepter shall not depart up from Judah until Shiloh come, which is Christ, the Messiah. Isaiah 11, verse 1, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall go out of his roots. Now these prophecies were fulfilled in Christ Jesus in Luke chapter 1, verses 31 through 33. Christ would be born in Bethlehem, according to Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Luke chapter 2, verses 4 through 7 tells us Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Hosea 11 verse 1 tells us Jesus would spend uh, four uh, of his childhood in Egypt. And he did. Zechariah 9 verse 9 tells us Jesus would ride into Jerusalem on a coat. In Matthew 21 through 2 verses 2 through 5 records this fact. Prophet tells us Jesus would be given vinegar in agony on the cross. Uh, it also tells us not a bone of his body would be broken. Jesus would be born a virgin, of a virgin. Jesus would be called God. Men would cast lots for his garments. What Jesus' last words would be on the cross, prophecy tells us. That Jesus would die and rise again from the dead. Now here's what I'm saying about all this. Everything about Jesus' life on earth is recorded prophecy and foretold truth. His life is not a myth. His life is not according to tradition. His life is not a legend. Everything about Jesus is pure truth. He is God in human flesh. And notice again, now, verse 4 is a very important verse here. Verse 4. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes as a preacher together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Go on down to verse 11. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary's mother and fell down and worshipped him. And they had opened their treasures and presented him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, three of the most precious elements of that day, 
telling us Jesus deserves our best. He is our Lord. He is our King of kings. He is worthy of all we are, everything we are, and all we possess. The Christ of God is worthy of, simply because the Christ the wise men found is the eternal Lamb of God who has now come to give us life, a ransom for many upon a rugged cross. Then verse 13. Verse 13, And when they were departed, lo, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be there there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young man to destroy him. Now here's a very important doctrinal verse of Scripture. Herod was to destroy the child, Jesus. Why? Notice now, not only is a child, uh, Christ's child, but all the other children under the age of two, from two years old on down. He wanted to be sure he got it. Now, can you imagine the sorrow and tears of the heartache during those days? Now, every male child born in the land of Judah at this particular season died. And we think, oh, what a wicked thing. But you got to remember something. God had promised the devil in Genesis 3, verse 15, he would send his Messiah uh, to be the Lord and Savior, King of his people. And ever since that time, the devil has been trying to stop him from coming. But you better remember this. Satan doesn't like us. Amen? And he's not our friend. He's always hated God and God's people. And he's still fighting God's plan of salvation for the souls of men. I like the way the chapter 2 ends. Now go on to chapter 2 and look at verse 19 down through verse 23. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Rise, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead, which sought the young man's life, child's life. And he rose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. And when he heard that Ericus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither, notwithstanding being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside in the parts of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which it was spoken of by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Now Joseph and Mary came into his native land and went back to Bethlehem, then into Nazareth, and there lived with the child, the child until he was of the age when he could begin his earthly ministry with his baptism, which you find in Matthew chapter 3. Now if you go back and study Old Testament laws and when a man could take up the office, that he was supposed to take and serve the Lord, he had to be 30 years old. Now the life of our Lord Jesus begins to unfold. The exile in the land of Egypt is over. And Joseph brings the child back unto Israel and takes up residence in Nazareth of Galilee. There the child Jesus grows up, preparing himself for the earliest ministry. He was preparing himself for one thing he came to do, he was preparing himself to die upon Calvary for the sins of the whole world, John 3:16. Now that's what Christmas is all about. And I was—I love to listen to these characters on TV trying to explain 
uh, all these things about Jesus and His birth. I heard one the other day, a, a preacher on TV talking about, well, he doesn't believe it was a star that guided these wise men. It was just the light of God. Well, my Bible says a star. I don't have no problem believing that. Amen? And, and I go down and, and they want to stop and they want to talk about all the little details that's mentioned in this verse. You know the one way that you can find out exactly what happens when it comes to the Lord Jesus or anything else is what says the Scriptures. And what I've tried to do all these years to get people, when you got something on your mind and you want to know the truth of it and you're reading some verse in the Bible and you find part of it, go back in the Old Testament and look it up. Find out all the meanings that go with it and then put it all together and you got the true story. Amen? And the birth of Christ is exactly what the Bible says it is. And you know what I like? I like it that the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord. Any question about it? And I, I've read this story several times and I've come to this old king, king here and he's sitting upon his throne thinking he's somebody. And he said, Where is the child going to be born? Well, he knew because he had heard uh, people talk about him and he knew he was going to be a king. He wanted to know where he was. But the way he found out was from the Bible. And I got news for it. For any question you got about our Lord, you can find it in the Word of God and it makes it clear. Amen? Even to the plan of salvation, God's clear about it and He makes it very clear to us. I'm glad I got the record, ain't you? Glad I know what's going to happen and where it happened at and all about it. I love the story of the Lord Jesus. I got upset yesterday when they tried to show out there in California that Christ is one cage and Mary's in another and the baby's in another. Did you all see that thing on TV? That's about the craziest thing. They're talking about uh, that they want to make a statement. Now, this is a church, and they, they try, they're making a statement that Trump put all the kids in cages and separated them from their moms and dad. And if Jesus came back into the world now, Jesus would be put in a cage, and Mary would be put. I mean, Joseph would have been put in a cage, and Mary is in a cage, and Jesus in another cage, be separated from her mom and dad. I got news for you. I know the story, and I know exactly how it happened. Amen. It's recorded right here. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's good, brother. Glad y'all are here tonight. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your precious word. We thank you for your recorded record of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Lord, you leave no doubts about it. We can know the truth. And when we think of these men bringing and laying at the feet of our Savior, these precious ornaments, frankincense and myrrh before our Savior, which represented being in the presence of a king. And Lord, that little baby was born there in that manger. He is our king. And Lord, we look forward to one day bowing at his feet and worship him as such on his throne because we know that's where he's at today. Bless us, Lord, not only in our hearts, but one day we'll see him face to face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all very much for being here tonight.